the recording from the Consciousness Rising Summit hosted by Viola Hug in early 2020. Hello, everyone. <laughs> it's Viola and Aislinn. Hi, everybody. So, okay. Yeah. Hello, hello. Sorry for the minute and delay, but for those of you watching the replay, it's like nothing ever happened. So welcome. <laughs> if you're joining live, say hello. I've got the, um, the comments and everything open so that we're able to see them as we are chatting with you. And I'm so excited because Aislinn is like such a queen. She's just someone that I like absolutely love and adore since the moment that I first laid eyes on her on the internet. <laughs> and um, today, as part of the Consciousness Rising Summit, she's here to talk to us a little bit more about turned on feminine leadership. So I can only imagine the goodness that's going to come from this. Um, Aislinn, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit more and say hello to the people that might not know you? Yes. Hi, everybody. So my name is Aislinn Walton. Viola, thank you for the introduction. Um, I am a success and business coach for female spiritual entrepreneurs, and I blend a whole bunch of awesome stuff into practices that help women start their businesses and scale their businesses. But a lot of it comes down to the duality of merging spirit and strategy, feminine and masculine, and really bridging the mind, the body, and the spirit uh, and creating kind of that trifecta to really support us on our path to success. And as we all know, success isn't just like a destination. I think a lot of this journey is who you're becoming, as cheesy as that sounds, you know, like it is learning the ins and outs of who you are as a soul and, you know, clicking into your mission here. So that's, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's yes, business coaching, but it's so much more than that, as you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I 100% resonate. And that's like totally how I feel about it as well. When people are like, oh, what are you doing? It's like, oh, kind of business coaching, but so much more. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Hello, everyone. Hi, um, Vanessa, Lisa. Lisa's obsessed with your magical hair, Aislinn. Thanks, <laughs> hey, Lisa. <laughs> Nikki, Crystal. Hi, hi, hi. Okay. Hello for, thank you for being here. So, Okay. We're talking about the topic of turned on feminine leadership today, and I'm really excited to talk about this because I feel like this is going to unfold so much magic. But first of all, do you want to kind of like explain what that means to you and kind of, yeah, where we're going to head with this conversation? Yeah, well, we have no idea where we're going to go. <laughs> we have no idea. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I So turned on feminine leadership, I know that's kind of like a sexy term and while I really want to amplify like the sensuality and the embodiment parts of being a, a leader, I think it's really important that as women, like we bring all of us along our path to success, to, you know, experiencing higher, higher amounts of abundance, higher amounts of service and impact, et cetera, like old paradigm structures or, you know, wounded masculine or like just the old, the old systems leave the body out, you know, they leave the spirit out. And I think as women, we've always known that we're so, oh gosh, we're like so complex, you know, and we're so powerful when we, when we value our entire existence, you know, instead of just valuing intelligence or just valuing strategy, I really feel like being a turned on feminine leader is embracing all of me and, and experiencing leadership from that space of you know, I'm a woman, I'm emotional, I have a body, I'm sensual, we are all sexual, we have this life force energy that we get to tap into. And 
you know, there is just so much more to the picture. And, and I think it's about kind of calling back soul fragments or fragments of, you know, like leadership and business that previously were not a part of the picture that now are. Does that make sense? So. (laughs) Um, That makes so much sense. And this is why I'm like, so loving this conversation (laughs) and this conversation, because I think it's true. And I know for me, like I had in my like earlier entrepreneurial years, I was so uh, coming from a place of like believing I really needed to be my masculine energy and that the emotional parts of me, that anything that was like girly was like not of service for me in business. And I find it so interesting because then when I started my coaching business, um, which was actually with the support of Jessica Reed, who we're going to hear back from, like we're going to hear from her later today. And um, it was all like the biggest commitment for me was like actually tapping into my feminine energy and learning what that was and like having that balance. And it was so uncomfortable for me. And there's still parts that it's like, I have to remind myself that it's okay. time still, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Like I would love for you to maybe dive into that aspect a little bit more. Like what's the difference between leading as a feminine leader versus like what we traditionally, well, you said it's the full encompassing, but is there anything else that you want to add? Yeah. I think, um, you know, when we tap into this, this duality that's present, is present within all of us, we have the ability to marry intuition with strategy and logic, you know, and critical thinking. And that's been something that I've had to lean into. Like I'm a very naturally feminine, energetic being. I just naturally feel very fluid and flowy. And so it's Mm -hmm. been really beautiful to see how I can, you know, merge and marry the parts of me that need more healing and need more attention and love and work to be able to bring ourselves into unity have a background in yoga and like that's the whole point of the practice is to you know create this this marriage you know the yoking together of opposites so that we actually are in a space of harmony and balance and I want to also mention that like balance isn't necessarily always a point of perfection you know it's the ability to be like okay I'm going to be flexible with what what side of me needs to be activated today in order Mm -hmm. to honor myself, but also honor my goals, like honor my presence and honor where I'm going. So being a Mm -hmm. turned on feminine leader, I feel like what we're really amplifying is, is power, vibrance, magnetism, radiance, you know, the energetics um, that have to come before the aligned action, right? Like we can be so goal oriented sometimes that we sacrifice alignment and we sacrifice frequency or we think it's not important, but any action taking out of misalignment or desperation or scarcity is going to yield the thing that you took the action that it was birthed from. Right. So bringing it full circle, the feminine, I feel like honors the energetics a little bit more and Mm. the masculine brings in the like, okay, well, how do we implement this? the actions that we take moving forward, the conception of something begins with just like the energy, the spirit, Mm -hmm. the radiance, the, the thought, the idea, you know, and bringing it into life and bringing it into form or really, or reality happens when 
we can take the feminine and then direct that really powerful creative force and like use it with something, channel into something, create something, you know? So, um, yeah, it's like this big, beautiful creative process that Mm -hmm. happens from a woman being unapologetically like in her element, you know, in her, in her full radiance. Um, and I think that those kinds of things happen when a woman gives herself permission to be really like a, a presence, you know, um, a little bit of a disruptive presence sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I so, think especially disruptive to what's like expected, I think is the big thing. You know what I mean? It's like not even disruptive. It's natural. It's just sometimes disruptive to the expectation. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, that's definitely what's required right now. There's so much energy happening. There's so many, there's so much confusion happening on planet earth right now. But I also think that when women have the ability to like, listen to their bodies, tap into their intuition, they have this really beautiful gift where they stop attaching to the external validation. They stop attaching to you know, who should I listen to or who's more important than me or, you know, all of these kinds of external attachments. Like we, that's what I mean by calling that like the soul fragments back into you. So you really start to trust yourself and success comes from like the repetitive actions that you take from a place of valuing yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. over and over and over again. Like imagine if you were taking actions not aligned with valuing yourself, respecting yourself, Mm -hmm. honoring yourself, when that's out of whack, when that's not happening, I really feel like you're going to experience exhaustion. And when we've experienced this so many times, I'm sure like all as all of us as um, female entrepreneurs, we learn what it feels like to be out of our element, out of our power, out of alignment. And usually our body suffers first, you know, wow. usually it's like our body's like, oh girl, we're tired. Like we, we can't, like we <laughs> literally can't take action out of alignment anymore because no, <laughs> it's just not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, this was bringing up so many things that I want to say. Firstly, hello to everyone joining. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Michaela. Hey, Aishu. Hey, Tiffany. And if you have anything to add or any questions along the way, make sure you ask them as well, because like I said, I have the comments open, so I'm able to see them as we go. But okay. This brings up like, firstly, yes to everything that you just said. Secondly, I also have to like share from like my perspective. It's like, I feel like when, um, I, when I really understood alignment and embodiment, it was really this understanding that when we're fully tapped into like the soul consciousness and, um, more like, more like a truth of an understanding of who we are, which comes through practice. I think it's not like we once tap into it and we're like, cool, got it. got the download. Now I can just like, let yeah. go. Like it's a continual practice to consistently be checking in with ourselves and checking in with like, those higher consciousness elements of ourselves, that's when we actually can download our unique success blueprint. And I think that's why it's so important what you said to be able to actually come back home to ourselves, because when we're consistently relying on what other people expect, or not necessarily expect of us, but how they're guiding us, no matter how well-meaning, if it's not what's truly the right thing for us, then it's not necessarily going to serve us in the best possible way. Versus if we can really tune in with what the right thing for us is, then that's when we seek support and mentorship and guidance 
that's when that becomes kind of more powerful because then we're able to be guided in a way that we already know is the right thing for us, right? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Okay. On this topic of alignment and coming kind of into our own energy and honoring our own radiance, talk to me a little bit about that. Like, are there there practices that you recommend or perspectives that you recommend to help people who might feel a little bit disconnected from that femininity or that radiance that they have within them? Like, what what can we talk about in that, that space? Yeah, good question. Good question. So this is something where I think it's a option for a lot of people. And I make this a priority for myself. And a lot of people are just like, oh, well, you know, I'll find my inspiration, you know, or just, it'll just happen to me or, you know, I'll just one day feel better. And when you're making your radiance and your magnetism an option without a priority, you're going to be wasting a lot of precious time, a lot of precious life force you know, you're going to be dragging your feet. So for me in the morning, I think a lot of us tend to wake up kind of crunchy, you know, like it's another day. What are we going to do with it? It's another month. It's another quarter. Like, are we, are we committing to how we want to feel? Are we taking action to feel that way? Are we aligning ourselves with the abundance that we're calling in right now? And those kinds of things are about commitment. So this is a really cool space where the masculine and the feminine marry and merge because I think the feminine has the the ability to like flow with the ups and the downs, but you have to seek and intentionally create what you want, you know? And that's where in the morning I get on my mat, you know, I'll take a shower. I nourish my body. And the first thing that I do after I wake up and after I shower, I get on my mat, I stretch, I breathe and I connect to my body and I connect to my spirit team you know, and a lot of times that I let go of a layer of crunch. (laughs) I let go of a layer of like, not so magnet magnetic or not so radiant, you know, and I (laughs) tap back into it because I know it's always available for me, but it's not just going to happen upon me or happen to me without my intention to harness that. So I think this is about practicing consistency. And for someone who's like, I don't know how to feel magnetic. I don't know how to feel radiant. Well, you create this by recognizing the small little glimmers at first, you know, like, Ooh, I just felt this overwhelming love when I meditated. I felt this little, this little glimmer of, of like, what's possible. Maybe, maybe I'll sign four one-on-one clients today. Can I just tap into the potential of what that might feel like. Can I tap into the potential abundance that is awaiting me? You know, if I'm choosing it, I'm going to tap into it. I'm going to align with that. And that means breath work. That means yoga. That means stretching. That means honoring my body because abundance, I really do feel starts in the heart. That's just Mm -hmm. something that I've found to be quite relevant for me. And, and when a heart space is crunchy, not so radiant, not so open, we tend to move up into the mind and we tend to get really analytical and really logical and really um, stuck in like the monkey mind chatter. So I think it's a really big opportunity for everyone to recognize that they can choose radiance and choose magnetism. And it's going to be hard if it's not ever been something you've prioritized before. You know, yeah. not to sound like a little 
<laughs> that like a uh yeah I think it's important that like tough love has its place you know I'm like I'm gonna yeah. call you out if you haven't been prioritizing it don't be bummed out that it's not happening for you you know mm-hmm. so yeah. oh we have a comment do you do you want to keep going or should I read the comment yeah let's read the comment question yeah so Aishu said I struggle with allowing the feminine because I constantly keep going um, what more should I do? Which is so classic, I think, for so many people. When yeah. or do you know? Um, wait, when or do you know you've done enough? Oh, when do you know you've done enough? Mm. Good question. So I think that this is so unique and so personal. And we mm. all have our own baggage and history and how we identify with the feminine and the, you know, relationships to mom and relationships to dad <laughs> and all of those kinds of things that make it so unique for every individual. Um, but when you struggle to allow the feminine, it's typically because you don't feel safe. So you then kind of anchor into must provide so much structure, must create, you know, when you're operating from a place of like need to feel safe, I, I just want to honor you because that's okay. You know, like if you're, um, having a hard time surrendering, relaxing, finding more flow. It's because you've clicked into a mindset for so long that that isn't responsible, that isn't safe, that isn't, um, you know, that's not productive. There's all kinds of stories, you know, uh, when or how do you know you've done enough? So this is where tuning into your intuition. It's like, what do you label as enough for yourself? on a daily basis. You know, this is where, what kind of expectations do you have for yourself? And when do you honor that you've achieved that? When do you celebrate yourself? How do you honor yourself along the way? Because I really think when we leave celebration out of the picture, when we leave honor and devotion and reverence out of that picture, there's always going to be more to do. There's always going to be the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. We're going to be running ourselves into the ground because you're not in a space of like, whoa, I'm always enough. And I'm, I'm going to choose to do more because that adds to, to abundance or that adds to my value that I already value myself with. Instead of it being like, a, you know, reaching and grasping and, and forward and striving for more when it's out of alignment or it's out of, I don't, I don't think I'm enough as I am. Then that always can, that definitely has a tendency to feel very imbalanced over the long run, you know? Yeah. What would you say, Viola? I want to know your response too. I was actually going to say, like, I'd love to piggyback onto that because I think that, um, firstly, that the, the celebration piece or like the honoring piece is so, so, so incredibly important because, um, when we're, Oh, error loading. Hold on. Is it still coming up on your one is live? Yeah. My one's frozen. Oh, okay, cool. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. So, okay. Yeah. The celebration piece is so incredibly important and the honoring of ourselves because um, when we're consistently like looking for the next thing to do, it generally is because we're, we're, we are seeking like um, something that's, that feels not enough within ourselves. And I know for myself, like when I said before, like when I first was in my early entrepreneurial years, I had that kind of tendency to, um, be so in my masculine and think that that was what I had to do. Turns out naturally, I'm so much more flowy and feminine and I have so much more like more relationship to that side of myself. But I still notice even now when I get stressed out or if I like, if I don't see something turning out exactly how I want, my automatic thought process is what else can I do? 
right? Like that, that's still like that human kind of ego part of myself. Yeah. And um, luckily I usually catch it before <laughs> I like fully go down that rabbit hole. But it's always about then coming back to myself. And I think it's like this remembering that um, wh- while we are worthy and everything, we're always, we're most likely still always going to desire growth because I do think it's part of us, part of our like human potential that we always have more that we can achieve. Um, so it's like this, like one of the fact that it's okay to want more in our lives, but two, make sure you're enjoying the journey along the way. Like you said, like um, having um, honor for ourselves, celebrating ourselves, and also having more of a spectrum of like how amazing we actually are doing. Because I think when anybody even has intention to live more intentionally, that's already something that's so unique to the population. Like so many people don't live with intention, right? Like so many people don't live with um, a desire to create something for themselves, see what's possible for themselves while also serving the planet, while also serving other people. And there is just so much unique magic within us. Like I always say like compassion to ourselves, like Mm -hmm. when we're doing well or not externally. Especially when we're not, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Especially when we're not, it's easy to be like, I'm awesome when things are going well externally but oh, yeah. we don't lose that when there's a challenge. We don't lose that when we need a day off. We don't lose that, right? And this is why I love what you're sharing so much is because that kind of like need or exhaustion, which sometimes I think we get into that space where we don't feel enough, where we feel like we have to do more when it feels like our, our like physicality is failing our desire, right? Yeah. Like are, we're too exhausted. Our, our mind's not um, inspired, we're not creative. We can't like figure it out. And that usually comes from this like full cycle moment of the fact that we haven't honored ourselves in the first place. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So good. So good. I think, um, yeah, to add to that, this is such a good topic because, um, well, it's such a needed topic, I think to dive really deep on because so many women, feel like they're not doing enough or they're behind or what they're doing, no matter how much they do is just, it's not the best or they're comparing their yeah. se- themselves. Um, and we all do that. You know, there's always going to be someone better, more successful, prettier, happier, whatever it is, you know, and to be a woman in business, like we have to really, like what you said, the relationship that you have, to your feminine and to your masculine, to honoring yourself. Like those are, those are, that is the priority. That's not an option. Like that has to mm-hmm. happen. And, um, you know, if women have been in a pattern of, of striving and overachieving from a space of, well, I'm never going to be enough according to an expectation of a parent or to society or to your peers or whoever, it's just going to feel so off you're going to know what that feels like in your body, you know? Um, so yeah, when I, when I've been in those spaces, it feels, it feels like I can't take a full breath. You know, it feels like, it feels really like the word disintegrating feels relevant where you just like every step that you take, feels like it's just not, not what you're aligning with, not what you're seeking to, to create and Mm -hmm. turned on feminine leadership means that you're 
not sacrificing yourself, your health, your wealth for making other people happy, you know, being a people pleaser, being a martyr, (laughs) those Mm -hmm. kinds of archetypes. Um, So yeah, it's really interesting conversation to have because as women, we get to put ourselves first as a leader, like that's kind of non-negotiable. And Mm -hmm. so many women don't know how to do that and don't know what to do to even like begin that. So in rerouting, I think it's like de-patterning those people pleaser moments and those people pleaser um, mindset patterns and repatterning to like, what would today look like if I honored myself? What would I, what actions would I take in alignment with me feeling like I am fully completely enough. I am fully completely abundant. Like what would that feel like if you valued that intention at the start of every day and then took action only when you were feeling like enough, you know, the overflow as opposed to lack, you know, Mm -hmm. I love that. And one of the things that like blew my mind so much, like in my own journey is the understanding that align, like being in alignment, isn't like, like, for example, let's say if you have a goal to make more money in your business or sign more clients or whatever, actually the alignment doesn't come from the fact that you're visualizing the client coming in and you're posting about it and, and you're, you know, like doing everything with your intention focused around that alignment actually truly comes when we are in a space of being really honored for ourselves. And that means that when we're desiring the next level, when we're desiring to lead others, when we're desiring to experience more in our own self, it's like, first and foremost, where, where are we really desiring to show up? And so that's like, if we desire to show up and um, share and inspire, create summits, like, you know, podcasts, like when we're in this super creative space, we are honoring ourselves and our alignment because that's where we're fully desiring to be Mm -hmm. vice versa. If we desire to be on the couch watching Netflix, if we desire to be out playing with our family, if we desire to cook a masterpiece of a dinner, like whatever it is, like when we follow, I think desire for me is a very good, um, like steering point. (laughs) That makes sense. It's like a good, (laughs) <laughs> indicator for where um where I personally am most aligned to show up and then when I am in alignment then the things that I desire can come to me a lot easier right exactly yes yeah yes 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 um, Karen says I find I have trouble um reining myself in oftentimes oh oftentimes I so many things I oh there's so many things I want to do at once that I have to slow down and to trust it will come in time anything to share on that yeah definitely you know I've seen this so many times over and over and over again where I'll have a a private client for example and she will just she'll be trying all the things and she'll be just like moving from that space of hustle and force because it kind of feels good to the ego. And when, you know, she brings all of that to the table, I'm like, okay, girl, I'm going to tell you something that's not going to feel normal and it's not going to feel comfortable, but I want you to take a few days off. I want you to not take action until you feel like you're, you're in a space where you're tapping into abundance and you're feeling like you're, you're filling your cup up, right? You're really valuing your life. You're valuing where you're at. 
you're finding the perfection in, in exactly the moment that you're living right now and creating spaciousness. So I find Mm -hmm. that like creating spaciousness in our day, my day, that's where all the good stuff comes from. You know, all Mm -hmm. the good stuff, all of the consciousness, all of the, the high vibrational things that I share with the world is not mine. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's spirit. It's, consciousness, it's universe, it's God, I'm being a channel, awesome stuff comes through me, you know, when I give myself the permission to like, open myself to that. And when I'm not slowing down, Karen, (laughs) then that's usually where I'm just like throwing spaghetti at the wall. I haven't done this in a while, you know, because I've learned so the, of the importance and the value of just like, you know what, I'm going to drop all the things I thought I should do. Mm-hmm. And return to me breathing, cooking some good food, you know, making love, meditating for a long time, laying in bed for a little bit in the afternoon, you know, watering my plants. Like I'm going to move my energy towards creating openness, spaciousness in order for me to re- be receptive. You know, when we're not mm-hmm. receptive, it's very hard to tap into the creative process because you're trying to pull things out of you that just mm-hmm. feel like maybe they're not quite right, not quite ready. Um, so you know what I'm saying? Like the spaciousness and the receptivity and prioritizing those things is always going to then be like the like the womb space, you know, for Karen, for all of those aligned actions to drop into and you're going to feel that new inspired action when you lean back you know, and a lot of times the intention is to like lean forward and do all the things. But a lot of my personal experience, I've realized the value of <sighs> the exhale. <laughs> and I think yeah. as well, it's like in that space, like the, all the things that we desire to do, it's like, we're not, even though of course, like our time is limited, so to speak on earth, but it's like our time also isn't running out. You know what I mean? In terms of, um, you don't have to today achieve every single goal that you've ever had to achieve because guaranteed it's not going to feel the way that you expect to feel from it. If it's not coming from that place of alignment, you know, and I've plenty of times in my life achieved goals that I thought I wanted mentally and I pushed so hard to get them. And then when I got them, I was like, um, okay, what now? (laughs) Like, you know, and so, yeah, it's like, I think there's so much unlearning to do with like how, because feminine leadership and this concept is, I mean, it's not that it's new. It's, I mean, it's within us. It's always been a part of society, but especially as of in the past, like centuries, I don't know, like forever long, um, it's been very much suppressed. This kind of understanding of like, what, putting yourself first, honoring yourself, emotions. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, and especially oh, when yeah. it comes to leadership. Yeah. Guilt and shame are like the number one, um, I think like the number one creators of resistance in us, you know, yep. mm-hmm. it's suppression, it's resistance. It's just like, if I feel guilty about taking care of myself, if I feel guilty about making money, if I feel ashamed that I'm a multiple six figure business owner, if I feel like people have opinions about me, there's shame and guilt and shame and guilt and so many layers of that being built up in our systems. If we don't have the intention, you know, underneath that to really prioritize ourselves, oof man, that's like, that's going to be an uphill battle the whole way. Um, yeah. And turned on feminine leadership. I know you just did a program called Alchemize with Spirit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Alchemize 
hi, Connie. <laughs> um, alchemization, right? Alchemy is the ability to turn, you know, something in one form into a different form. The ability, like, traditionally turning shit into gold, <laughs> you know, into mm-hmm. something really awful, into something very yeah. useful. Um, and, and I find that when we can alchemize shame and guilt and scarcity and lack and, you know, the spaces in ourselves that are just fighting with their soul, that's when really mm-hmm. big magic happens. Um, and turned on feminine leadership, like you can use sensuality, you can use uh, your life force, you can use sexuality, you can use orgasmic energy to alchemize all of the shitty shit <laughs> into mm-hmm. actual like creative energy, actual life force energy that can move you forward from a space of alignment, from a space of empowerment versus it mm-hmm. being... Um, you know, actions taken out of like, I'm not doing enough. I'm not enough. My vision is too big. People are going to judge me. That, that, that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm getting so many like, yes, this is it. This is, oh my gosh. Let me catch up on some of these comments. Vanessa said, I'm learning to trust the flow. I fight it sometimes, but once I come home to myself by tapping in, I'm always like, why do I do this all the time? Exactly. Vanessa Karen's yeah. response. OMG. Yes. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Take a day off. Give myself that permission. During this pandemic, everyone else has slowed down and I'm full speed ahead. <laughs> um, yes. Um, like, I don't want to waste this magical moment we've been given. Yeah, but it, exactly. It's like, you're going to be so much more um, intentional and like the results are going to be more powerful when, when you're in that space, right? Rather oh, than yeah. in the force. A million percent. Ashley, Ashley says, I'm learning having to work so hard to make money. <laughs> Thank you so much for the response from Karen. Um, yeah. Kate says, oh, just, so big. <laughs> just tuning in now and it's really resonating with me. I'm actually laying down right now to give myself the time I need as a mother of a two-year-old and a businesswoman, I'm really taking this time to fill my cup, as you say, especially during these crazy times, allowing myself to put myself and my health first. Yes. Yeah. Vanessa, oh God, guilt and shame. Ugh, that's the story I tell myself um, when I'm not tapped in. Yeah, it makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Clear up the shit. Welcome to bliss. Yes. Hey, Genevieve. <laughs> um, so I really wanted to like, if you, if you still have a moment, I wanted to circle back to what you just said about like tapping into this energy and being able to alchemize, because I know like one of your core like teachings to success um, is like one, this femininity, but it's two also being able to utilize pleasure and this life force, sexual energy that we have within us. I would love for you to kind of like spend a minute talking about that because I feel like it's such a powerful conversation. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like, you know, any taboo conversation is very powerful under the surface, you know? Yeah. So um, you tapped into it earlier when you were talking about desire. Um, Desire is everything. You know, if you sort of kind of want a successful business, I'm sorry, girlfriend, like you have to really deeply desire it. It has to be like, uh, like this is happening or else, you know? Um, I kind of sort of feel like I maybe want to have a 10K month. No, you know, you have to desire why would a 10K month truly bring passion into your life, happiness into your life, purpose, service, you know, are you aligning with your values in your business? 
Or are you disconnected from the values and therefore disconnected to the desire for where you're going or why you want something, you know? Mm -hmm. So in alchemizing the, the, the resistance into flow, alchemizing scarcity into abundance, you have to tap into that life force energy, that, that magic of like, I, I desire this so badly. Like I literally can't see a plan B. I can't see another option for myself. And I'm going to fully click into that because when I do, the universe is going to back me up. You know, the universe is going to get behind me and make it a thing when I'm like, this is it. There's not split energy. Like I might want this or I might want that, or I kind of want 10 K months, but if 10 K months make me feel guilty and ashamed, well, no, 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 I'm not going to want that. You know, (laughs) or then also like, I want this, but I feel ashamed that I don't have this. So I'm going to just sit here in guilt and shame. Like, yeah. Right. So what if you can desire it and play with it and dance with it and get to just like really explore the potential and the possibility of living in that amazing world that you have in your mind right now? You know, what about... Thank you, Connie. (laughs) Yeah, my cool little tropical situation back here. Um, Yeah, I think it's when we when we can tap into our sensuality and our sexuality, we have so much creative energy to direct to what we want because we're not bound or we're not tied down by our limits. We're not tied down by our silly little stories. We're in our full power. And if we're fully desiring something, we're also in the ability or in the space to, um, to align with, with like, what do I want to say? Um, the opportunities that are free of whatever limitation you were previously existing in, you know? Mm -hmm. So playfulness and desire and sensuality and orgasmic energy, like that life force is unstoppable. It creates worlds. It creates life. It creates projects. It creates programs. So, um, for a woman to be like, well, I'm just going to like force and, and try really hard and hope and wish my way there. She's not clicking into the most powerful life force that she has, which is like, I'm claiming this desire and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to let anyone talk me out of it because I want it. And I'm going to trust that if it's in my heart, it's meant for me. I'm going there. I will arrive there. I'll see you there. If you don't want to join me, bye. (laughs) 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 I love that so much. And even just like when you talk about it, the way you like light up, like that's the energy, you know? And, And I feel like we talk about it from so many different perspectives and I think as a woman, it's so important to honor and understand that this this really does come from that very feminine sexual part of us that is like it is meant to be a part of us. And we talk about it often when we like, for example, even just like talking about desire in our life, like, oh, what goals do you desire? Like really at its core essence, that comes back to that like life force. And we talk about like declaring something to the universe, like having something where it's not just like a, yeah, I kind of want it. It's like a, no, this is it. Like, this is it. This is it. This is it. Energy. And that's when the universe can really get behind you. And I think no matter how you talk about it, like it really does come back to this like power we have within ourselves. And it's another layer where so many people hold guilt or they hold shame or they hold resistance when um, it's just, it's, that's all taught, you know, like guilt and shame around our sexuality, who we are, our emotions is actually taught because nobody's born with that, which is why that blew my mind. (laughs) That must be really interesting. Um, Like thinking about, you know, 
having your son almost coming into the world and like the purity of that, you know? It blows my mind because I'm literally like here, I'm like, I'm channeling, like my body created something (laughs) and through my body, a soul of another human being that's worthy and amazing and is coming into this world with their own light and their own passion and vision is being channeled through me right now. Like I can't <laughs> even. It's the coolest thing ever. Right. What if people took that fascination and applied it to abundance in their business and their mission, you know? Oh my God. That is so beautiful. He says this resonates with me. <laughs> I've noticed before the only time I actually get what I want is when I want it so bad that there's no plan B. My usual roadblock is finding what I truly desire. Yeah. And sometimes that's also like, I feel like sometimes we're disconnected from that because of all the conditioning. It's like, well, do I want a 10 K month because everybody's posting about 10 K months online or I, you know, do I want to hire this coach because someone told me it's a really important idea that like, it's really important to have a coach. Do I want to wear these clothes today because you know, they're the latest fashion trend or is it actually what I really want, you know? And that's, I think, where it comes back to everything we talked about at the beginning. It's like, it's the self-practice. It's giving ourselves space. It's like, how intentionally are you living? Are you prioritizing that in your life or is it something you just do when it's convenient, right? Yeah, ooh, yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So when someone has a hard time tapping... Oh, sorry, you go. I was going to say... um, when someone has a hard time tapping into their desire, it's usually because they have let other people govern what that is or should be for so long that they haven't even given themselves permission to, to wonder, what yeah. do I really want? Who am I? Who's the version of me that makes 10K a month? And what do I want to do with that abundance? What would that open up for me? It's the that's the exact same thing where it's like, you're not just wanting things to have things. You're wanting to experience a new identity. You're wanting to experience new emotions, new feelings, you know, back to what you were saying before about like, we're humans. We want to grow. We want to experience more and more and more. And that's not bad, but your version of more might be totally different from your mom's version of more or another authority figure's version of more. And when you haven't clicked into your desire from like a woof, like this is like massive, like this is literally like I'm moving every action I'm taking is to experience this. It's usually from a diluted place of you, you listening to what someone else wants for you more than you want for yourself. Right. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. It's a big deal. Oh my gosh. Yes, it is. Um, and Connie can relate to what Nikki said as well. Oh my, oh, my God. oh my gosh, my gosh, my gosh. Yes, this is amazing. So I like, I don't know if there's anything else that you really feel compelled to share, Aislinn, but if there is, please share it and also share how people can get connected with you. We can put like your links and stuff like that in the comments and whatever. Um, or I'll edit it even into the um, description. Um, Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, Karen says, I like that one too. The potentiality I felt when I had my baby and he's now 17 and has exceeded what I probably even envisioned. Yes. He is such, uh, he's just such a beautiful soul. Now I'm going to think about the birth of my book and my private page and my courses and the future in the same way. Amazing. Yes. Amazing. I love it. That's so So, good, um, Yeah. 
Anything else, Aislinn, that you'd like to share while you're here and you have this floor to speak to these amazing women? Yeah, yeah. I hope that like turn on, turn on just means like ignited desire, passion, Mm -hmm. you know, being in a space of like moving with what you really, really you really, really want for yourself unapologetically. And mm-hmm. when you allow yourself to do that, you can feel these different, you can feel desire in your body. You can feel desire in your mind. You can feel desire in spirituality. You know, you can feel into like, how does, how does that vision really make you feel? If that yeah. vision makes you feel flat, if it makes you feel lack of desire, if it makes you feel bored, if it makes you feel ashamed, like try, try clicking into something bigger, you know, go into a different realm of like seeking turn on and don't be, mm-hmm. don't be scared of like going so big that you, you end up really feeling something because mm-hmm. feeling things is actually great. Like we want emotion, we want feelings, mm-hmm. we want, you know, passion and turn on in the body to be powering and fueling your vision. And also yeah. you're not always going to feel that way but you're still going to keep moving. You know, you're not always going to feel turned on and lit up and sexy. Like we're women, we're human. We have lots of bad days too, but the undercurrent is like, Ooh, I really want this. I really, really want this. Not just for myself, you know, but when I have a prayer that is answered, it honors me. It honors the collective. It's really like a mutually beneficial situation, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's where like shame Mm -hmm. for me is eliminated. When I know that when I accomplish a goal, everyone benefits. When I make more money, everyone benefits. You know, when I hit seven figures, the world is going to benefit from me being in that space of abundance. So mm-hmm. that's where it's like, just go big, turn on. It's not just like, you feel sexy all the time. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like, get behind your goals, get behind your vision and be unapologetic in doing that because it's really going to serve the greater good when you're mm-hmm. following that, you know? Um, I love so. that. So yeah. yeah. People can follow me on Instagram at Abundance Witch. Um, mm-hmm. You can join my Facebook group, Spirited Soulpreneurs. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, you can always message me and chat with me. I love connecting with people. And I have a free training actually right now called Innovate and Illuminate. And it's kind of about all of this stuff. So if anyone wants access to that, they can just message me for that link. Yeah. Amazing. So cool. And I definitely recommend taking Aislinn up on that offer because as you can tell, she's amazing. (laughs) And um, oh my gosh, there was something else as you were talking, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, Anyway, I'm just going to have to agree because the thought of what I was going to say has left my mind. But I think that is um, so, so, so incredibly important to remember that when at the core essence, we can remember that we're being led by what really truly desires us. And then even in the moments where we notice doubt or even in the moments where we have a day where we don't feel as inspired or even in the moments where we don't necessarily see how it's unfolding we remind ourselves of that desire that's like I think how we're always going to bring ourselves back into that energetic current like you said which is so amazing so thank you so much for joining Aislin. thank you so much to everyone who's here um live or on the replay or wherever you're watching this and of course um we're gonna be back for some more sessions later today and then over the next three days I guess um but yeah thank you thank you thank you so much and I love you all I love you this is amazing (laughs) it's happening forever (laughs) I know (laughs) all right bye everyone